The new Apple Vision Pro headset, we're told, quote, delivers fun and rewarding game playing for players of all skill levels. Players can dive into games on the App Store that transform the space around them, use an environment for a more immersive experience, or play compatible games on a screen as large as they want, close quote. This is Dr. Jim Tonkowicz, and you're listening to The After Dinner Scholar from Wyoming Catholic College. What do we make of video games, whether on phones, computers, TVs, or inside the Vision Pro? Are they sinful, or perhaps, as one pastor theologian remarked, not sinful, but definitely dumb? Or Wyoming Catholic College senior Greg Bowman entitled his senior oration, Are Video Games Fine Art? And I asked Greg how he landed on that topic. The topic of my thesis was about how we learn from reading stories and and how we learn from fine art in general. And so as a result of that, I spent a lot of time last semester thinking about stories and how they work. I knew one of the things I was interested in was the kind of medium for stories and how different media could do a different job telling stories. And I was especially thinking about movies uh, in contrast to novels. And I had video games in the back of my mind because I, I kind of already knew that I thought video games could tell stories. But there were so many questions that arose with video games that I just didn't have about other types of stories. I didn't have these questions about movies. And these were questions that I thought really got to the heart of what is a story and what isn't a story. And so I think ultimately that was what drove me to talk about video games uh, because I, I wanted to answer these weird situation cases that I didn't see with other forms of fine art. Are, are, you, are you a gamer? I, I do a little bit of gaming. I don't play as many fine art video games as I want to, but I, I have played some that I think are at least arguably fine art and uh, some that definitely are. And it just really excited me. So, All right, now what is fine art? What, did, what do you have in mind with regard to fine art? Well, fine art is a subset of art, art being the thing that, or the realm of creation. So the artist is the one who, instead of deciding what do I do, what do I not do, that would be maybe the realm of morality. He decides, what do I make, what do I not make, and how do I make it? And so then within that category of art, we have it being fine as opposed to being useful. So useful, the rule by which it is judged is, does it accomplish its useful end? Whereas with fine art, the rule is, is it showing forth beauty? And so fine art would be the things we create whose end is to show forth some sort of beauty in the world. So an oil painting as opposed to painting my kitchen. Yes, that's a great example. Good. And then what is a story? How does stories fit into it? We, we think of fine art, we think of uh, oil painting. How does stories fit in? Well, stories are... I think, and I'm drawing a lot from Jacques Maritain. Maritain talks about stories being 
the highest form of fine art because they're the fine art that talk about things and you use different things to construct the plot of the story. And so you end up with these, well, you end up with our humanities course. You read all of these amazing novels and plays and whatnot where the creation of beauty is the relationship between the people and what they're doing and how they're experiencing the world. And so you get not just a, a relation of, I talk in my oration how paintings you are, I talk in my oration how paintings are made out of colors and shapes, whereas stories are made out of concepts as such. And so the materials that are being used to create stories as this showing forth the beauty are more whole and, and able to get at something deeper. And so the result is that stories are the fine art that really show you a whole world and show you people and how those people are understanding the world. How do video games tell stories? Lots of different things can tell stories. Basically anything that can portray concepts without too many limitations can tell stories. Uh, so movies, I always like to start with the example of movies before talking about video games. Movies can tell stories because they are able to show you images and pictures and sounds and music which indicate certain ideas in your mind. They're able to show you people going around the world doing different things and relating to one another and relating to the things that they're doing. And because movies are able to show you people and show you them interacting with things, they're able to tell a story. They're, you can use this medium to construct a narrative in which these people have a meaningful encounter with reality. And so video games, much like movies, have all the same capabilities. Uh, and so, therefore, I argue that they're able to tell stories. You can show the characters engaging with reality and with different aspects of reality. Maybe they're engaging with justice. Maybe they're encountering courage or sacrifice or pain or suffering. Maybe in video games, some characters engage with the problem of evil. And so just by nature of being able to show characters and show what they're doing and how they're reacting and what they're reacting to, video games are able to use those tools to tell a story and the story in turn can show you something about the world, something about reality. Now, as you point out, the objections to video games, aside from the one which they're stupid and childish, but we'll, we'll just forget that one, is the, uh, the player's involvement. I mean, a movie or a novel, the, the, the author, the, the director, it goes from point A to point B. Video games aren't like that, are they? Or some are some of them. I get, to, I get to make choices, don't I, in most video games? In other words, it's not one story. It can be any number of stories. There definitely are some video games like that. Now, there are some video games that are pretty linear. You wouldn't be making what some people call meaningful choice. That is, you're not really affecting the outcome of the story, 
you're more so moving through the motions. And some video games are like that. But you're right. Then the question arises, what do you do with video games where you're making meaningful choices? Are those ones not stories? And so given that that's the framing of the question, I argue that those can be stories because, well, I guess there's two ways of going about it. Firstly, you could say what makes something a story isn't the audience's disengagement with the object or with the story. That's not what makes it a story is the object. Uh, what makes it a story isn't the fact that the audience is separate from the action. In fact, with movies and even um, novels and poems, you do have a sort of interaction between the audience member and the story. There's, but it happens in the imagination. You're putting yourself in the place of the characters, but you really do have to see yourself as part of the story. And that looks different with video games, but it's fundamentally the same kind of thing going on, is you're a part of the action. But that doesn't mean that the action is meaningless just because you are more vividly seeing yourself in the story. Now, are all video games fine art or only some? And how do we know the difference? Oh, certainly not all video games are fine art. They're, the vast majority of video games are not fine art. And I think there are a decent number of video games that you might be able to argue they are but you could also argue they aren't. And that, that same kind of thing, that same kind of question comes up when you're talking about books or movies too. How good does a book have to be to really be a, a work of literature? How good does a movie have to be to be a, a beautiful work of fine art? And what I wanted was to be able to answer that question fully. But of course, what I found is that you can't give a fully detailed answer to that question because it's not the kind of question that you can answer fully without reducing stories to nothingness. There's a certain point at which you cannot apply some specific test to find out if it is beautiful or not. It is beautiful or not, but there's some level of discernment that has to happen on your part that no algorithm can define. So will you be designing video games after graduation or do you have other plans? <laughs> well, that's my hope. I want, I want to make a really great epic fine art video game. I want to make something that starts to more clearly establish video games as potentially useful for telling these stories and telling them in ways that you can't tell with other forms of storytelling. I think there's so much you can do with video games and it's just not being done. And so one of my dreams in life, I don't know if I'll ever accomplish it, but definitely one of my dreams is to create an, an amazing work an amazing video game. I, I had an idea for a, a Moby Dick video game that kind of draws on Moby Dick, especially the way in which Melville changes different styles for the different chapters. And I think there's a lot you can do with that visually in addition to doing it in a book. And so I think video games could 
bring a lot to the different techniques that Melville uses to tell his story. But that that's just one of the many ideas I have. We'll see if I ever bring that to fruition. Now that our seniors have completed their orations, I've heard several comment that rather than coasting into graduation, the senior slump, they feel they now have the time to really dive in to their studies and readings for other classes to make the most of their final months pursuing a liberal arts degree at Wyoming Catholic College. If you have or know of, or perhaps are, a high school student who would benefit and enjoy a Wyoming Catholic College education, visit our website and plan to contact our admissions team. I think you'll be glad you did. For Wyoming Catholic College, this is Dr. Jim Tonkowicz.